you do your roux in a microwave. This gut is beautiful and it's full of gumbo. Nick Saban puts tomatoes in his gumbo. Welcome to the Gumbo Show. Gumbo is a way of life. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Gumbo Show, the show where we devote ourselves to Louisiana's perfect food, the bowl of gumbo. Joining me as always, I'm Feynman Roberts here in Mandeville. Joining me as always in North Texas is the Harry to my Lloyd, the dumb to my dumber, Brent Barksdale. What's happening, Brent? Now, am I dumb or am I the dumber? You're dumb. I'll I'll be dumber. There's no question I'm dumber. (laughs) We can be bald and balder. And what we need is a, uh, not a dog van, a van dressed up like a dog, but a, and not a wiener mobile, but the gumbo mobile. <laughs> I don't know how that works, but we it need to make it happen. It should be a flying saucer, really. Yeah, That's something they can hold a lot of gumbo. Well, look, Brent, we have a couple of extremely special guests. We're very excited about to have these people on the show. Why don't you tell us who we've got and let's get into the gumbo conversation oh my gosh so we have uh, Lori and richard hurst um icons restaurant icons uh, i looked at your menu and i looked at pictures on your website at uh and it's a what is there's this dark dish well, hang now, on, Fabian, we should, we they tell them the restaurant fame and all that they're poor boys uh poor boys riverside inn and broussard you got to check them out yes in the heart of acadiana in there, Louisiana's most distinctive region. No, I saw your website. When I saw it said it was a seafood stew, or was it the gumbo? I was skimming through it really fast. It was this very dark dish that I thought was gumbo, but I saw stew as out. That's that was gumbo, right? That was gumbo, and I, I'm I'm, a, I'm gonna have to um, talk to my little web guy because it was kind of a joke. Okay, <laughs> uh, joke off because northerners and foreigners come in and go. What's a gumbo? I mean, and then you try to explain from someone. Well, yeah. well and even if, further. Sometimes. Right. If you get someone from Ruston, if you get someone from um, Shreveport, Shreveport, you know, it's like Yankees come in going, what's yeah. a gumbo? So it was a joke. <laughs> okay, um, that's what so I, I thought. I, yeah, I'm going to have to talk to uh, Derek. Um, we got to straighten out the joke. But then I looked I again know, and it was a gumbo. Funny. But anyway. Well, so we so we were talking, let me let me ask you guys this. Let me take it a little more basic because I also looked at your website and I'm very fascinated by your gum. Like I looked at the websites and then I was hungry, um, of course, because uh, of all the great gumbo pictures. But the other food looks great too. But we were just talking a little bit before the the before we came on. Your restaurant has an interesting story. Started with Richard's grandfather who was working in New Orleans and brought sort of the flavors of New Orleans to Acadiana. But you guys are are definitely in Acadiana. So let's talk about your gumbo because there's a you know there's the divide in the gumbo world between the Creole and the Cajun style gumbo. So tell me about the, y'all's gumbo. The divide is in the house because I can't understand how. His grandfather brought gumbo and pool boys from New Orleans, and we have the best Cajun gumbo. And look, you've got your wide range of gumbo, and I'm going to stick to the facts. It has to have the Holy Trinity. I'm not into this new thing. Uh, Look, you can have brown soup. You can have stew. But there's really, you can have cakes. You can have Red velvet cake, chocolate, uh, German chocolate cake, coconut. There's a thousand cakes. But if you try to give me a cupcake, that's a cupcake. It's not a cake. So you can have your soup and you can have your stew. 
But there's only one kind of gumbo. You have to have your Holy Trinity. But him and I, I guess because I'm a mutt, I have like I have a genetic different pool than him. He's a Cajun. I'm Creole Cajun. I'm okay with some things and I can't admit it out loud because people will probably rip me apart at the restaurant. So I don't understand how this gumbo comes from New Orleans and doesn't have some things in it, which we won't, you know, we're not supposed to talk about that in Cajun country. That red stuff. That red stuff. Oh my God, Richard with the the tomato in that gumbo. So I'll I'll tell you what, I'll skip the tomatoes, but give me some okra and I'll slam it down. He he just skips on on the okra. So in my household, we have like the divide. I, I'm a, mm, I, I'm a mutt. She He's, likes me to add the the okra, just just for her. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, everybody else gets regular stuff, and that's it. So so y'all's gumbo, and well, let's talk about the chicken and sausage first. Is a roux, the Trinity, your meats and your spices. That yep. that about it? Yeah, it's the basic kind of. Gumbo where you literally, he's going to end up having to have shoulder surgery soon too because his mom couldn't go past this with her her arm because she refused to have surgery. And it was from whisking the gumbo for years. And Rich right. started to, ah, you know, and he's getting he's getting the gumbo arm. That's what I call it in the family. <laughs> just get the gumbo arm. Well, I, Technically, I, my, my arm surgery is from eating the gumbo because I'm the truck driver in the family. So he's the cook, I'm the taster, and so I had to have surgery because I ate so damn much of it. But uh, yeah, you'll you'll get the whisk arm after a while. You know, I think I think you know how pitchers, baseball pitchers, get Tommy John surgery. I think they're actually about to name that surgery the Richard Hurst surgery when you got you gumbo go. arm. And you got to go in. You're like, oh, you got to have, you got to have the Richard Hurst. You you're, gonna be, the Richard. <laughs> you're not going to be able to whisk, whisk your roux or whisk your gumbo for at least six to eight months. It's a strong rehab process. We have to bring you yeah. back slow. You don't want to re-injure that. You know, I go to my doctor on Thursday and they call him the shoulder doctor. I'm going to make a deal with him. If he doesn't charge me for the surgery, we'll just call it the gumbo surgery. You know, like he can yeah. do that. He'll be known for the gumbo fix. <laughs> he could have a booth oh, yeah. at the world so, championship gumbo cook-off. He could have a booth and he could sell <laughs> surgery. I, I apologize for this joke ahead of time, but he's going to have to have his rotator cuff worked on. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. Oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's okay. why, that's why that I'm sitting in this one. chair. I, I have to say that it was kind of creative. That's a good one. Oh. That's a good one. <laughs> Uh, speaking yeah, of, guys, uh, well, I was going to go ahead. Go ahead, Brent. Oh. Well, so what at your restaurant? I'm sure you make a couple gumbos, but what's your best seller? Through the out of the gumbo. Gumbo, we have, we have, uh, we put the jumbo lump in the in the seafood gumbo and the shrimp, and you know, if you want to get some oysters, you know, in the old days, oysters were a definite. But there's so many people that don't eat it anymore. It's a definite for me, and I don't understand so, that. I think and, that's a, a just, sin. It's just one of those things. And so, uh, you know, when you when you work the dish, when I work the dishes, which I have to sometimes, okay, and all the all the cups of seafood are coming back with an oyster in it. Yeah, yeah. You, and like, you see, I I don't get that. I don't get it. I think we're being being invaded we're by invaded. Yankees because we <laughs> get invaded by by Houston people. 
like in 1978, <laughs> you, you know, we like those Houston's got gumbo. They came in and it wasn't about all of a sudden it wasn't about the oysters anymore. It was about the crawfish. Crappy. It was about the other seafood. And then, then that's, we started doing more steaks and, and we started selling more chicken sausage gumbo because they didn't understand the whole seafood deal anyway. So, oh, so um, we're going to blame it on the Texans? Yeah. Great. So now I can't yeah. go back to the rodeo. Yeah. Pretty soon, you know, I have to barbecue some ribs. Maybe do We've some We've already done that, yeah. Yeah. I, I feel uh, like I'm going to get banned from the rodeo real quick. That's a... Uh, well, I'm not even going to make another joke about brew. Like, you could host oh. your own rodeo. So oh, gosh. It just works. Oh. <laughs> You got all maybe one more uh, of those this year. That's all you get famous. Uh, I will, uh, yeah. I'm actually going to retire from podcasting after this show because <laughs> I, I'll never top what I've done here. Tonight. We have great jokes. We're offending states. This is awesome. That's right. I, I don't to, know why. I, I don't know why I didn't think of telling my customers I had a rotator cuff for surgery. Yeah, that's right. That's true. You can use that for free. I'm, yeah, you can have, have any it. Kind of patent that's, on right. it. that's all yours. You can. If I can come in and get like a pork shoulder that's like a pork rotator, so I get a little pork <laughs> in my in my gumbo, I will I will eat that. I'm you just you just I'm dead. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I actually Listen have a legitimate gumbo question. Yeah. Before you ask your question, Feynman. So it used to be seafood, and because of the Texans, now they sell more chicken and sausage gumbo at the restaurant. Mm. Well, no, Is we that- sell more of the seafood. But it's not the same seafood. They don't got it. No more oysters. As big as they used to be, and uh, we do sell a lot of chicken and sausage, but it's mainly during the cold months. I mean, right? Yep. Yep. Sausage is so it's more heavy. It's got more grease Mm. in it with the sausage, you know, and so uh, you know that'll keep you warm. Whereas the seafood is still you know light enough, even though it's a even though it's a gumbo and it's going to warm you, it doesn't like stick with you. Well, I'm a Cajun girl. You know what I eat Saturday night? Oyster gumbo. I wanted just the oysters. There you go. So, so that, actually, I want to I want to come right. That's my question. Lines up right with that. Like I look looking at y'all's website, the the seafood gumbo looks looks really dark. A lot of seafood gumbo gumbos you'll see are are lighter, like they're lighter, lighter and and y'all yeah. almost looks looks nice and dark. So, can you just tell me what's what's going on there? I prefer the little, you know, like. And and maybe we should do it for the summer. We we do it lighter, but I prefer the heavier, the darker, heavier, the heavier taste. I I prefer the, you know, I just feel like it's a gumbo taste when you're mm-hmm. when you don't brown your roux as much. There's just not as much. Um, you have those eggs. You know those eggs they have without the yolk or something like that. Yeah, the one. And they still yeah. call it an egg. Right. <laughs> Why would that's not a gumbo? gumbo for the I don't give a <laughs> if it's oh, I don't give uh, it's spring, summer, or fall. We having dark real gumbo. It's gumbo. Real that's gumbo, right. and it, it's supposed to be a certain color. And we just always were very consistent with it, you know, as far as color. And our our chicken sausage might be a little bit darker, mm-hmm. but not much. But right. then how, how would you? How would you even do that? Because it could be December and be 98. Then by January 4th, it could be right. 11 degrees. And so yeah. we would be changing it too much. So I just yeah, say right. stick with the dark. Can you tell me about your roux? How long does it take? Are you traditional or do you go uh, time-saving measures or 
since you're doing bulk, oh, I'm sure. So that's why we're going to have to have the, the surgery. Mutator. <laughs> surgery. The first thirty, the first thirty minutes aren't the hard part. It's that second fifteen minutes that take, you know, like, like you just you're there. You're not you're not yep. cooking roux and doing something else. You are the last fifteen minutes getting the color right and you know preventing the scorch and you know the little flakes and all that. You've got to be right there and you've got to stir it every you know ten seconds or fifteen seconds. So you can't leave. But I mean right. that's right. just. That's and then water gumbo making. And then after he slays and does all that, I get the sweaty part. I have to taste it. Uh, oh man! So I've I've got the worst part. You know, got to get over that hot stove, hot pot with the gut, the hot stove, and you know, sip all that. Yeah. Uh, get, how, that get that tasting spoon out. It's a rough how job. Have, how have you persevered through all these personal difficulties so much? He it's, keeps saying if he wouldn't have a restaurant, he'd rather um, clothe me than feed me. Huh. Just saying. Uh, it's cheap, cheap feeding her when she's, uh, you know, when I have a restaurant. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like, so, I live to eat. Yeah, well. You yeah, but some people just eat to live. Right. You ever saw those people when they come in, you're like, oh, man, you know, like as a waitress, you go and you see them coming in and they're like yeah i just you know i gotta watch yeah you just watch, you gotta watch what i eat we don't watch what we eat at all we just eat oh i watch it in my mouth we watch it come to the table and then go yeah. down the hatch that's what yeah. we do right i have a yeah. feeling i'm getting a call from one of my doctors tomorrow two of my doctors tomorrow going yeah. really didn't we talk about this <laughs> <laughs> um so let me let me ask you this uh oh you got a question brent too I well mean, do you have another gumbo question? I was going to move it on to the competition. I have a gumbo question. Yeah. Go ahead. So One more gumbo we, question. We talked to a bunch of people in earlier episodes. I mean, Jonathan Perry's in Kaplan. So we talked to people who are in the heart of Acadiana. We've also talked to people spread out through the country um, who cook gumbo in Minnesota and Texas and all these other places. And everybody's got their own little gumbo tricks. Jonathan, Jonathan Perry was like, he puts a little honey in his gumbo right before he serves it. Um, somebody else we know, uh, somebody else we talked to uses double stock. They make their stock with stock. So it's a double stock. Other people mix the stocks. They use shrimp and chicken stock. So do you guys have any gumbo tricks, like any little things you do that you can share that, you know, you think are sort of unique to really make your gum gumbo pop? I think, I think, um, okay. So when we, uh, so we have to boil shrimp. Uh, you know, we boil shrimp for our salads, we boil shrimp for this and that. So, you know, we save that and we use that as a shrimp stock and we, we use some basin with that, you know, kind of like you're saying, like that double stock. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just the the real thing I feel about gumbo is like everybody's got their own gumbo. And there's a lot of good ones. And if you that. like ours... I want ours to be exactly the same every time you come in, whenever you mm -hmm. come now. Mm -hmm. So uh, when my previous chef like that had been cooking it for 20 years, when he got in an accident, he's not with us. Okay. So I've got to train a new guy to make that gumbo just like that again. And then, you know, keep him, you know, because 
the problem is he's going to go back to his mama's gumbo, right? Mm-hmm. His mama's gumbo, which actually be actually the their first cousins anyway, but they have different mamas. So so the two mamas don't have exactly the same gumbo, but but you know they're close. But but I have to get him to to cook the other guy's mama's gumbo. You know what I mean? So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in, and it's got to be consistent because I mean I just feel like our gumbo is. Um, it's our gumbo, it, and and it, it's really good, and it's been consistent for. Uh, the other guy made it for twenty years, nonstop, every week, and so you know it's consistent. Now you know now last four or five years, yeah, you know, trained one, and now training, you know, I trained another one in the last two years. So you know it's about being consistent on your gumbo, in the restaurant business. You know, like at home, if you wanna, if you wanna throw in, hey, let's throw in some some smoked shrimp this week, or some, I don't know, something crazy, some smoked rabbit, and, or and, I don't know, whatever. But, but at the restaurant, you want to come in and eat great gumbo because you like that one. Yeah, and I think you're lucky that all the guys involved that he's talking about are all related. Like we've had these these couple of families, and they're all related. So you know saying you got to cook it like your aunt isn't too far off, but I've had some new guys come in and they go, Oh, and I'm like, no, 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 no. People like, have oh, been, let's do this. And no, I'm like, people no, have been that. coming here to eat our gumbo for 88 years, not your new twist to it. You want the same consistent, solid Cajun gumbo every time. So what we right. find about at home is one thing at at the restaurant, it has to taste like this every single time. And yeah. that one thing his mama was very strict on, consistent, consistent, consistent. And Larry, uh, you know, his dad had the same. You have to do when they come here once a week, once a month, once every six months, once a year, it better taste the same way every time. And we have, I have to say, we've, we've done the globe a little bit. So you you can't get tricked when you're in a foreign place and it says Cajun Cajun restaurant. No, just eat where the locals eat when you're somewhere else. And when you're in Cajun country, in the heart of Cajun country, eat the gumbo. We just had this we we just had this relative, uh, like long lost relative. We busted him up with everything, and he he had to have gumbo. We made him have gumbo. That's one of the requirements to become a Cajun is you have to acquire that good taste. So I just, I'm going to give you a quick example of something I just heard. There's a restaurant in Texas. I'm not going to tell you what city because I don't think they'll ever listen to this because they're not – even though they're supposedly have a Cajun restaurant, every time I went in there, it was the gumbo was different every single time. And then – and I stopped going, uh, and then I was at uh, a bar this weekend only because my 13-year-old son is a musician, and he makes me go to bars. I, I, don't, I don't even drink. But anyway, it's a long story. But the, I found out a girl that I was talking to, she worked there, and she said it was the two owners weren't from Cajun country, weren't from Louisiana, and they weren't even really American. They were immigrants. And But she said when they're cooking, the gumbo is horrible. But when Willie is in the kitchen, like one of their employees, when he's cooking gumbo, it's awesome. So she said, yeah, just don't ever eat there again. So um, – <laughs> you so that, was but, that, but that just shows because of the inconsistency, I stopped going because you, you know can't, you can't you can't 
your gumbo, okay, like I think people have different a- people in your restaurant have to cook. There's certain things in your restaurant that have to be cooked by the same person each time, period. Because gumbo is so, it's just the whole kitchen sink in there. It's not like, and then when you start tasting it after you threw everything in there, then you have to, you have to know that taste. And then you have to know what to put in there to make it to where it's supposed to be. But if you, that that's, I mean, we've never, like, the gumbo is just one guy. I mean, if that guy is not there, I'm going to do it. And my, you know, like, since I don't do it every week, at the end of the gumbo, I know what to add to say, okay. To fix it, is, to save it. This is getting closer to where I, I'm supposed to be. Right, but you taught them right. how to do it. And I think a lot of a lot of people, like, when you're saying this little bar, I mean, this little restaurant, you know, they think I, I don't I cannot stand that people think Cajun means hot sauce. Hot, yeah. Hot or sauce spice. Can, hot sauce can only enhance. I love chow chow. He does not like chow chow. My dad made chow chow my whole life. So I add chow chow to my gumbo. Wow. When I eat it, not for my customers. And it's it's not to kill the taste. It's supposed to enhance the taste. So when you have, you know, if you're not doing the Holy Trinity. Yeah, man, you don't have a prayer. That's right, right. So we're we're kind of running out of time. So I want to transition to another topic. So we this October we are actually going to New Iberia to broadcast the show from the World Gumbo Cookoff Championship Extravaganza Super Bowl, whatever it's called. We're, we Super heard Bowl. when we heard about it, we just we were just drawn to many Super. We Bowls. want to go to there, so we will be there in October. So you've been there. You've participated, is that correct? We have been there. We have participated. Bro, oh gosh, about twenty years. Um, wow. We yeah. we played several times. Um, won a couple times. We've yeah. won first. We've won second place. We've won honorable mention. You know, we've placed different different ways many times. But let me tell you, um, that gumbo cook off is amazing. Like. One year there was like a hundred thirty or hundred. It was crazy how many people were cooking gumbos and every down booth, the street, way down the street, every like, booth. It was like it 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 went beyond the 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 Boulogne Plaza and it went down the streets going each way and yeah, it kind of ran out. Of there room. were just so many people. It 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 really is a beautiful deal and the chamber does a bang up job with it. It's amazing. But you can go from like okay, you have 130 people. You're gonna taste 130 different gumbos. <laughs> Can't wait. It, everybody has a little yeah. different taste, little twist. It's it's amazing. So bring your appetite. Okay. Yeah. So that's where we saw green <laughs> gumbo. Oh, we yeah. saw the, the the gumbo that was the thickening agent was kale. Yeah. Of course, when, of course. We've had kale. We've had cauliflower. We've had uh. I don't know why one was so green. I mean, they're just they're just all different. Everybody comes up with all different things and it's all interesting to try and But let me tell you. Okay, ready I call Richard a city boy and I'm a country girl. If it walks and it can be hunted, it's in somebody's pot in that oh, yeah. in that festival. Yeah. I, I I'm I'm I love it all because I I grew up a country girl eating, you know, whatever my dad um 
caught, killed, whatever yeah. you want to. Melange, the melange section is uh, basically anything you got, like rabbit or duck or um, just, I mean, you see, I feel like if you want, I mean, I don't know. I feel like we had to, we, when we enter it, we serve what we have at the restaurant. Cause I think that's, what's proper. When you come into my booth, you should be having the same thing you get at my restaurant, but I'll go venture off to the guy that's got some duck and some rabbit and some, Oh God, they've got some great, you're going to see some great varieties of gumbo. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. We're, we're pretty excited. I think about, uh, about being there for that and and i think you know we we plan to to pack quite a bit away that weekend i mean in our stomachs i mean let, let me t let me give you a hint bring you some tupperware containers and out and just like bring you tupperware and bring you some uh little bags and just take it home so you don't miss out on anything and i swear uh uh, uh i think if we really did a study with all the spices in there we we could probably have a cure for COVID in no time with just spices. <laughs> you heard it here first. You're not used to it. Like, let me tell you, it cures everything. Those spices cure everything. <laughs> Pfizer, Moderna, J and J. Oh yeah, we got gumbo. it. We got it. gumbo. Yeah, gumbo. What, no, a no <laughs> I was going to say Ruzer. Yeah, Ruzer. I was waiting for a Ruzer. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. vaccine well, did you get? The Ruzer. I gotta have it every three weeks. <laughs> I gotta get a booster. Yeah. Well, you know? Booster. Okay. Every couple of days. Every yeah. Uh, That's okay. right. Yeah. So, right. You like you, what you want to pray for is that when the gumbo cook-off comes on, that it's cold because you're gonna be having that. You oh, you okay. know you're a Cajun once you start sweating, but you keep eating the gumbo and you're like, I don't give a, I don't care. I gotta have my fix. Yeah. You'd be sweating. You'd be like patting yourself down. Uh -huh. As long as there's a cold shower back at the hotel, I could sweat through a shirt eating some gumbo. I ain't worried about that. Oh, it's going to be good. awesome. Yeah. Well, so, uh, so Feynman, we're running out of time. If you want to, uh, any yeah. final words? Listen, we will. No, I, I want to thank Lori and Richard for coming on with us so much. It's been a ton of fun having you guys on the show. And the next time, uh, you know, I'm through Broussard, uh, which I'm, through all the time or almost never actually sadly but maybe i'll make a special trip out to broussard i will listen if, sure. if you're out there and you're listening to us check them out in broussard at poor boys uh riverside inn it's a restaurant with history it's a restaurant with character and most importantly it's a restaurant with great gumbo and you guys what's the website uh for the restaurant great seafood acadiana.com and i tell you what you guys come Gumbo's on me with sweet potato beignets. What? Uh, the deal with sweet potato beignets. What time y'all open tomorrow? Okay, uh, right. Yeah, can, I, right at I 11, buddy. I'm only eight, eight, eight hours quick, away. But, I'll be there. Uh, uh, but no, it's been, it's, do you guys, uh, do you, is your restaurant social media? You got Instagram and Twitter? We have Facebook. We have Instagram. Yes, it's Pool Boys Riverside Inn. Um, for both for Instagram and for Facebook, um, on the Facebook, you'll see a lot of gumbo pictures and you'll see a lot of, um, a lot, a lot of interaction with the, with the customers and, Great. and all our little, we have a nice little Cajun paradise setting. So it's really cool. Nice. Awesome. Well, look, uh, thanks again for coming on with us tonight. It's been an absolute blast. Uh, having you guys on. Um, as always, for any of you out there listening, you want to talk to us here at the Gumbo Show, you can hit us on Twist uh, on Twitter at, if you want to. I mean, not too many people do on Twitter. Uh, it's at Gumbo Show. We're on Instagram. Check us out on there. Tons of great content on 
Instagram at Da Gumbo Show. That's D-A Gumbo Show. And we're also on Facebook. You can also check out our website, gumboshow.us. Let us know what you think. Give us some ideas. Tell us who we should talk to. Again, thanks to Lori and Richard Hurst. It's been great. Until next time, may your roofs be dark and your bowls be full.